Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to the Lantern Rouge Cycling Podcast with Benji Nyson and to the recap of Stage 2 of the Volta Ciclista Catalunya 2021, the 18.5K Roly ITT around Banyoles near Girona, 200 metres elevation gain. Before we recap the stage, I want to remind you again of LaCole's offer, our show partner, supporting us for the entire year. See it on their Instagram, on their website, wherever you go on the internet. They have their sign-up and pedal reward. You can earn a £50 reward or I don't know what that is in Australian dollars, probably buy a house with that. Actually, uh, no, AD is going pretty good at the moment. But you can earn yourself a £50 reward and also be in with the chance of winning a Drops LeCole team bike courtesy of Ribble Cycles, pretty mint paint job if I say so myself. You can also take it one step further by covering 200Ks in one go as well as joining their Rewards for Riding program which gives you an additional chance of winning that team bike. So you can see that on LeCole's Instagram if you want to check that out through the link in their bio. But Benji, we got some feedback yesterday about maybe zooming through results quicker and then holding some talking points to flesh out afterwards. What do you think about that idea? We already do it for TTs, but what about for normal road stages? I think when it comes to time trials, I really enjoy the idea because it's very difficult to know in what order people started and who finished in what order and stuff like that. And the thing when it comes to stages is we try to give you a recap. We obviously don't take full notes while watching the race because personally for me, I think that would take away from the watching experience myself. And I'm basically uh, doing a full-time job throughout the day, so I can't exactly take too much notes. But um, I think that I kind of like doing the recaps and I hope that others did too. (laughs) Oh, no, I think people want us to do... And I think it's a good idea, and we're going to try it on the mountain stage tomorrow. Zoom through what happened in the stage and then jot down. So yesterday we would have done all the results and then be like, Sagan, is he rewashed again, uh, even though MSR 4th was good. But TTs, you know how we do it, and we have to do it this way because today was so confusing. We had no inter- intermediate time checks. Yeah. And like, listen, you know, I'm – I guess promoting the Volta at Catalonia with the highlights videos and stuff. I think it's a great race, but the TT timings and info today was tough. That's for sure. The TT Remy Cavagna going in as the hot favourite in the bookies. I think too hot in my view. Beaten by Rowan Dennis, setting a time of twenty two twenty seven, averaging forty nine point four four. Five seconds ahead of Remy Cavagna, who second in a row after Paranese. They're the two not GC threats. Third, I told Benji yesterday that he just beat McNulty. Joao Almeida, 28 seconds behind Rowan Dennis. One second 
ahead of McNulty the American. It might have even been close to the same time. <laughs> 33 seconds behind Dennis and five seconds behind Almeida. Kreisweik fifth, Richie Port sixth, two seconds behind Kreisweik. And we'll give you a GC update of rankings. You know, we'll cut out Dennis and Cavagna. Seventh, we we said yesterday we don't know what the Yates brothers will do, but Adam Yates, seventh, seven seconds behind Almeida, 35 Behind Dennis, we'll talk about that, Benji. That's insane. Cherney, Benji, shout. He did a good TT. Thirty-eight seconds back. Stefan Devod, nine thirty-nine. Geraint Thomas, forty-seven back. Tenth. Other GC men of note: Kelderman, fifty-three behind Dennis. So twenty-five behind Almeida. Same as Luis Leon Sanchez, trying to get the GC jersey for a stage. Kemner. Finished a minute 06, so 36 behind Almeida. Uh, I'm looking for some other names, Benji. Coos and Mars. So Mars was a minute 19 back. Coos was, I have to control F your boy, a minute 24 back. So not terrible, just a bit behind. Carapaz a minute 20 back. Who have I missed, Benji? Because I've missed someone. Did you say Hendrik Mars on 119? I don't think I did. Quintana, Hindley. I think those are the most important names, to be honest. We obviously have riders that aren't necessarily the biggest when it comes to the, their time trial capabilities. One rider I was looking at perhaps here was Michael Woods, knowing that he has a bit of a punch and there's punchy stages upcoming. But on the other hand, I think that he's not in the position where he can take control of the real mountain stage that are coming. So I wasn't expecting him to go full out for GC on this Felta Catalunya. So, yeah, I wasn't really too bothered by the fact that he's 143 down, so probably saved some energy. When it comes to the youngsters, a bit surprising I found was Kjellmose Jensen, who had a pretty mediocre time trial at best. Pretty bad one as well. But then again, he's super young, so I'm not sure where his time trial capabilities lie. We saw that UAE tour that it wasn't too terrible, but today's time trial was worse than then. So I was kind of... Looking at him as one of the youngsters that I was hoping to do a good result here together with Attila Walter. Walter yesterday being the rider that um, lost a lot of time. I think today he had a a, a decent time trial. Uh, I spoke with him after the stage and he said that it's... He started doing time trials in U23. And because of that, he didn't have that during any of the time beforehand. So... He was pretty terrible at it when he started off there. So he said that today was actually the best time trial of his life so far. So he has a, a nice improvement so far, and oh, he's probably hoping to improve even more on that once he gets into uh, any proper GC position himself to fight for that. But uh, we've got a lot to talk about. Simon Yates, I missed him. 42 seconds behind Almeida and Hugh Carthy. He, I can't, he's not on... PCS right now, but um, I feel like he did a minute 10 to a minute 15. So also, he didn't do as well as I expected, actually. I think he was like 40 to 45 behind Almeida, maybe a touch better than that. But the stage win was pretty much wrapped up because Cavania set a monster time, went into hot seat early because he was like 14 minutes behind on GC. And then Dennis went early because Dennis, you see, he lost two minutes on GC yesterday because Ineos made him pull in the last 10Ks to keep Kemner close. Then he lost lost that time. So we knew he couldn't go into the leader's jersey. So he went early too, went into the hot seat, 
And I think without Almeida or McNulty beating him, it was a wrap uh, from pretty early on. And then we're thinking, who's going to go into the leader's jersey? Can Kamna do it? Probably not because it was only a 16-second advantage on Almeida, which it's not that much on a TT beast like Almeida. Luis Leon Sanchez, Benji, I mentioned him. He missed out on wearing the leader's jersey tomorrow because he didn't win the sprint yesterday. He's three seconds behind Almeida on GC. Yeah, but you could also look at it differently in the sense that he not only lost it because of his sprint, but he also lost it because he didn't ride in that group and he decided to sit on the wheel of Kemna with two kilometers to go. So, yeah, I think he he blew himself twice in that situation. Not winning the sprint, you can't really... uh, expect to win every sprint that you ride. So I don't think that's like a thing that he could really influence there. Perhaps he could have won in a better position, perhaps not. It kind of depends. But I think it it really comes down to the fact that he, he sat on to Kemna's wheel and said to Kemna, come on, man, you need to do it. And I think that's why he lost out on the jersey and not necessarily the sprint itself, which is just a bit funny and ironic because sitting on it two kilometers to go is a bit of a, a douchebag move. Though it is intelligent to win a stage off to it sometimes, but didn't pay out for him and it also didn't pay off in this stage so yeah but Rowan Dennis did you expect him to do it uh well he's clearly second favorite I definitely thought he could win and I think what I underestimated well not underestimated I'm, I'm not literally in Bagnoles with a little GoPro on a on a <laughs> moped checking out every corner of the course maybe soon but this course was technical like there's really sharp corners. It's maybe we just they were in the last three Ks where we saw people riding a lot. But yeah, like having a heavy break, change gear, punch up a short rise at the end, people nearly clipping wheel clipping pedals in corners and stuff or clipping the curb. It's pretty technical TT. Quick downhill finish, you've got to take some risks. And Dennis is a better handler than Cavanyard Benji. And I think that cost Remy Cavagna today, I think I uh, don't see him having improved too much in the handling department. I see him just as a Watts monster. I think Dennis, yeah, better handling, probably better at this speed TT and, yeah, he was just better on the day. Five seconds, better so draft. it's not that big a difference. But, yeah, sorry, go on. Better draft perhaps? He, uh. Yeah, we did see he got off the minute man and Emoto a little bit. Five seconds worth, I don't think so. I think, you know, one or two. That's his first win for Ineos, Benji. And Ineos had a better day. Yeah, crazy. The base layers, I mean, they obviously, I think stocks must have been low. They got one to Dennis. They got one to Yates. Carapaz got half of one and Thomas missed out. I don't know what money you would have to have, odds you would have to give me to bet on Adam Yates beating Thomas in this TT, Benji. That's the story of the day for me. How shook are you by that result? I think it's kind of mad because when it comes to one-week races, we know that Adam Yates, Adam Yates well. <laughs> he did the course, Adam Yates. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, Adam Yates is a, is a beast when it comes to one-week races, definitely on parkours like Catalonia because he's got those steeper finishes but also has those longer climbs on which he can really survive when it comes to a one-week race. It's the longer races, the three-week races where he has to roll because he seems to fall off in the second and third week. He had one good Grand Tour, I think, 
Tour de France 2017-16, where he got third or fourth. But um, I think because of this time trial, knowing that he did this time trial so well, crazy. I would see him as the main leader of Ineos definitely at the yeah, moment. Yeah, for sure. And that is because I'm not fully aware of what Catapult can achieve in current form because we don't know where he's at when it comes to form. It's first race of the season. We don't know what he did before this. So I can't tell you if he had a lot of training beforehand. Most likely, though, obviously. But um, when it comes to Thomas, it just wasn't a great TT. And like... I personally didn't notice, but you're saying that they did change the arrow base layers. No, today? no, I'm just, I'm just memeing. Uh, I got no idea. I just think the course suited Adam Yates. <laughs> he's got, he's a good bike handler, punchy, and sometimes he has a good TT. Sometimes he'll lose like 40 second in a 13k flat ITT to Almeida, and today losing seven seconds. Just to go through the GC standings that we're aware of, we delayed recording by half an hour because the results just haven't been coming out. But we have to record at some point. I have to go to sleep. So provisional GC, Almeida, less than a second wearing the leader's jersey over McNulty, second, three seconds ahead of Sanchez. Don't want to be worried about him. Five seconds ahead of Kroosvike, backing up that Paranese ITT. This is GC, by the way, not the stage. Well... Port, fifth on GC, six seconds. Teammate Yates, sixth on seven seconds. Then Thomas, all the Ineos guys, eighth on 19 seconds. Debot is there in seventh. Then Masnada, <laughs> the teammate of Almeida, ninth. Kemner, tenth on 21 seconds. God, I think Kemner would have liked an extra 10 or 15 seconds in there. Carthy, Koos, Maas, Simon Yates. And Carapaz, all plus 30 seconds, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, plus 30 seconds, maybe 35 to 40 for some of them as well. How do you think this will affect Ineos' strategy, Benji, with Yates only seven seconds behind Almeida and poured up there too with Carapaz behind? What's their plan of action for the mountain stages now? Well, in a position that they are in now, they don't necessarily need to attack like a crazy man like they had to do at um, at Tireno, for example, against Pogacar. They don't need to attack the likes of a rider that is against them at the moment in full force because they're in a position where they're pretty close. And it will come down to perhaps a small attack or something like that to overtake those others. And I think that they are probably just going to take a similar strategy than before in the sense that they'll have their train, they'll set up that train. They've said that they will ride more aggressively, but if it's not necessary, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, they don't need to. And I think that it's not necessary to go all out on these. I think you need to set up a bit of a train. You need to specify the order, the picking order of the leaders. And at the moment, Thomas is the lowest for that, in my opinion, of the three. Yeah. Uh, Carapaz, uh, well, four. Sorry, forgot about Port. Uh, <laughs> oops <laughs> somebody's gonna be mad here in australia wait but um you, wait you when think it comes thomas to those four, is think, yeah? for the for this stage race with stages three and four yeah. to come you think thomas yeah. who's 13 seconds behind port may i'm not even being a homer but port's uh, top five climber in the world and we saw that in the tour last year Thomas is going to get dropped tomorrow and the next day. They're going to use him to... That's what I'm saying. Wait. 
It's been lost in translation. Thomas is at the bottom. <laughs> Thomas is going to be setting pace. Yes. Port is the best rider in the history yes. of the world at the top. I, no, no, well, I think, I think you misunderstood because I actually meant I was, that Thomas yeah, should, be, should be riding for the others. <laughs> so ready to throw hands. This was the most confusing <laughs> argument I've ever had with someone actually agreeing with me. <laughs> But seriously, yes, yeah, anyway, yes is their, that, their guy, right? Yeah. Yes is the top guy for them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that it's it's just yeah they need that picking order because otherwise they're going to be in a situation where they're going to be one v oneing each other at a certain point, which is not ideal. And they're they're going to be in a group behind second group when somebody else attacks. They're going to be looking at each other the same way that in Paranese, Matthews and Hamilton were looking at each other. So they need that picking order from beforehand. And in that picking order, for me, Thomas is the lowest at the moment. Karapals can do a crazy attack and be the attacker um, because he's also a bit behind, obviously. Yeah. But he's also not necessarily the rider I'd use in a train. I try and use him to spice things up on mountain stages. But it doesn't need to be Yates to do that directly. Yates can sit in and also Port as well, I think. And those two should be deciding who the leader is here. But I think Adam Yates in a one-week race. It's difficult because Richie Port in one week race is pretty OP as well. So no, I think Paul will ride for Yates. They've got a luxury problem. I think. I hope so. I think Yates Yates <laughs> is special on these sort of climbs on his day and in one week races. Yeah. And I think you don't. There's no need to send Carapaz on an attack tomorrow. Why blow up the race with Almeida still a great yeah. time, but seven seconds. Quicker than Yates or seven seconds ahead of him on GC, that's a big, big problem. And yep. we thought, I thought. UAE Tour, for example. Yeah, 35 seconds there. I thought he was going to put 45 seconds into Yates and then Ineos were going to have to do something crazy. Now, seven yep. seconds? Listen, Almeida limiting losses, great at it. He's fantastic. I think podium on GC, still Massive chance here, but Hafeet, he lost yeah. 40 seconds to Yates or 35 seconds to Yates. Prato di Tivo, 35 seconds to Simon Yates. Seven seconds with the two stages we got coming. That's just like train, last K, attack Yates, small gaps and bonus seconds yeah. done. Um, so uh, Yates the heavy like, favourite, Benji. Do you disagree for GC? I completely agree. I think that it's almost a lock at this point, and I'm, I, I don't use the word lock easily. No, I agree. Because looking at GC, let's take a look. Kreisweg is not an attacker. He's close on GC, but he's not going to be dropping Adam Yates in an attack. Yeah, Kreisweg is the kind of rider that bases and well, not really that attacker again. Gellerman, very similar situation. Okay, Choose. sorry. So they've got the problem Ineos might have had. Do Jumbo Visma with Kreisweg close, Kuz back. To solve that problem, Benji of Kreuzweig, not more being the diesel, would you send Coos tomorrow? I would, but I think they're in a situation where they've got enough people to counter any attack from the likes of Coos. Definitely, if he's even if he's a bit better than in UAE, for example, if he's better than in UAE, <laughs> ruined that name than in UAE, then um, then it, it it also shouldn't be a problem on paper because. I think that with the team that Ineos have here, they can control every single climbing section of this race. And Jumbo Visma's here with a strong team as well. Oh, I disagree. With pretty good GC spot at the moment here, I think, as well. But it's not good enough to counter Ineos. 
disagree with what? I disagree. So let's go stage three tomorrow where I do agree with what you just said <laughs> from the Canal Olympic to Catalonia at sea level all the way up to 2,145 metres Valta climb. Uh, they do no categorised climbs before, but it's a rolly course. And then they do the final climb proper is 11.3 Ks at 7.6%, but there's a long false slat section of 10 Ks plus Rowan Dennis, lethal on that sort of terrain, controlling things. Ineos tomorrow, one big climb. Uh, Thomas and Dennis controlling, I think that's fine. Stage four, Different kettle of fish. I think Coos is deadly on that sort of stage. Same with Kemner. Multiple uh, Category 1 HC mountains with a hard mountaintop finish as well to Port Danae. I think – I don't think Ineos got – there's no Kwiatkowski here, um, so I don't think they can control all day. So I would actually not try anything tomorrow with Coos and then leave it all in the tank for the – Back the consecutive hard mountain day where he's good, Kreuzweich will, go, will be good, Camner might join him. Um, that's what I'll do if I'm Jumbo Visma. You're not gaining big time on Ineos and Yates tomorrow unless he's had a problem. Simon Yates, Benji, what do him and Hamilton do? They're both back on GC now. I think they're, they're, they're going to have to attack. Yep. Simon Yates is also the rider that dares to attack early. Uh, I think he will have to, certainly. Uh, looking at how he did at the UAE tour, he could on paper drop people. I don't know who, perhaps he could be the initiator of a move that ends up dropping Almeida from the second group, something like that, dropping a McNulty. That's the problem for them. They're not at the top level of climbing at the moment. Almeida being better than McNulty, in my opinion, by the way. Um, Definitely. <clears throat> I think that that is really the thing that will likely spice things up on the final climb i just don't know if if yumbo is the team like i know what you say about stage four the same sense that kush should attack and spice i'm just thinking like stage four. Stage five. Agree, but but i don't think they're gonna do it and that's where my issue lies if i look at how yumbo does stages in the past they're not the team that explodes something two climbs from the finish line surely they, have they to, also maybe. haven't really been in that position too much they have to if they're behind, and they are behind. If they pace for Kreuzweig, mm. just behind Yates on GC, that's not good. They they need to – I think they need yep. to do something. Well, that being said, Kreuzweig isn't behind on GC. He's two seconds ahead of Adam Yates. I'm assuming – listen, maybe Yumbo Visma Benji will do as you say, and they're like, we've got two seconds. Hey, <laughs> Two seconds lead on GC. What more do you need <laughs> on any of us? <laughs> and, they, <laughs> and, they, and they set pace with George Bennett. And George Bennett only lost like That's a minute a 10 with Coos and Bennett. I think that would be incredibly short-sighted um, because yeah, yeah so we'll just take the Wouldn't bonus seconds legend. back. I think uh, that's exactly what they what Yates would do to them. And I think that... Yumbo will need to attack if they want to win this race. And I think it will be difficult to do it tomorrow because you've got that situation where Ineos can control. I think Ineos will likely also control stage four, to be honest. I don't see this an, an offense from Yumbo really breaking it. I, uh, I disagree. I have Adam Yates on a lot of these one-week races as one of the favorites. And with this time trial, knowing that he was also... 
potentially marginally stronger than Pogacar and Yoaitor. We don't know. It it was he he didn't drop him, but he looked like he was about to if it, if it was five kilometers more of climbing. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I've got a strategy that can send Yumbo to overall victory. But I heard you mention Kemna there. Yep. I um I'm curious what you expect from a Kemna. Is it similar to Kuz? Because like today's time trial, we know that Kemna has a history of being a time trialist in the past, but I feel like we've noticed over the last portion of time that his time trial is not really where the hype of his time trial is. I feel like while his climbing is definitely on a top level in the sense that he can start going for GC now, I think that his time trial today wasn't good enough. Yeah, it was probably 10 to 15 seconds off a good result. I think being over 35 seconds behind Almeida is, it just hurts his GC a lot. But he's a different sort of rider. He's like a good, just endurance climber. Give him 4,000, 4,500 meters and three HC climbs in a stage, and he's really nasty. Can he do the top? 6.6 for 30 watts per kilo, what's, yeah, watts per kilo, 6.5 for 30 that Adam Yates can do. I don't think we've seen that yet. Um, I think he's more an endurance guy who on the back of two hard stages in a row can drop people. Like we saw him drop Carapaz uh, in stage 16 of the Tour de France. But then Danny Martinez yep. on Puy-Marie, like what monster, um, did like 400 for 10 or something crazy but then like Danny Martinez has consistency issues and you know can perish in stage races so it's really holding up I'm hoping that Bike Exchange and Lewis and Lucas Hamilton and Simon Yates have to do something Movistar are going to win the team's classification Valverde went full in the G- in the TT at like 30 to 40 behind Almeida <laughs> And Masters about there. Soler did a minute and seven, 30 behind Almeida or 40 behind. Um, they're not good enough to do anything tomorrow, Benji. Like, you can't change my mind. It'll just be Mars hanging on for dear life. I think they're going to send someone in the breakaway for DC. And then Soler. they're going to have a strategy <laughs> in the peloton to start pacing behind their own rider. And try and bridge up, but instead they're going to forget to bridge up and keep on pacing and <laughs> no, catch no, 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 no. instead. That's not what will happen. <laughs> <laughs> Soler will get in the break and they'll get four wins. <laughs> Ineos will have to burn Thomas and Dennis and they'll be fucked before the final climb even starts. So that's that long false flat section. And then uh, Movistar will start pacing for the stage win eat into the Soler gap and then um, make sure they don't win the stage and he gains no time on GC like when they chase Lander with Quintana. That's what I hope happens. Um, but uh, Actually, Enric Mas is a good climber. I don't think uh, – yeah. I was being disrespectful. We saw it sort of well to last year. He's a legit good climber, consistent. He should be with – Yes. He should be with the main the main guys unless Yates or someone or Carapaz goes crazy and there's tactical non-following. Carthy Benji, disappointing TT for him in my view. Yeah, I wasn't really on the Carthy hype train as much as you were. I think you were calling him the Tour de France winner of 2021. Correct. I want to keep that on record every single time just to be sure. That's fine. 
Um, I don't know. I, I, I never really saw him as the best time trial. He's had a good time trial last year in the Vuelta, but he doesn't have it every single time he does a time trial. And I think I've said it yesterday as well. We need to look at the average time trial of a rider to try and predict stuff. And I think we looked at the last time trial this time around. And I think I've got the same issue with Enric Mars in the sense that Enric Mars had a, a shitty time trial in the Vuelta last year. His time trial today wasn't perfect either. Wasn't really that great. And if I look back at two years ago, three years ago, he had time trials where he came into the top 15, top 13. So it's weird because some riders are just so con- inconsistent when it comes to their time trials that it's hard to predict where they will land eventually and how that will influence the GC. And I think those two riders are a perfect example of that right now. Um, so yeah, I agree that Enric Mas will be up there with the better riders tomorrow. But I also don't think that he's the rider that wins a lot and does will be very unlikely to win because if he's in a group, I don't think he's going to be the fastest man. And I don't think Adam Yates is going to be dropped from that group unless he punctures, but Richie Port will be doing that instead. So I think that Adam Yates, if it comes down to a group where Adam Yates is in, yeah, he wins. then Adam Yates will likely take the bonus seconds. Do you think that Ineos will care about controlling the breakaway? That's what I was just about to say. So, yeah, if it's a group, Adam Yates first, Simon Yates second, um, please, for my video title. Breakaway, though, there's some we, – we're <laughs> only on stage three. We haven't had a mountain stage, and we've got strong climbers on like 8 and 14 minutes, Benji. Ben Zvihoff on yep. like nine minutes – they have to send him in the break. Until a Valter on the Valter 2000 climb. Yeah, well, yeah, has to be. Uh, Louis Mankies, Pernsteiner as well. Cataldo should probably get in the break. There'll be multiple other star riders in the break. Cataldo, you'd think. Chris Froome, <laughs> on, like I'm not half memeing, like maybe he gets in the break. De Hent on like six, seven minutes, I think – yeah, I'm trying to look through the names for someone else that could get in there. Tony Gallopin, Walt Poles. I think he might have had an issue though. Who do you think could win from a break, Benji? I think uh, I think Zvihoff is a good shout. I think it would be very useful if I would have a full GC list for that, but it I doesn't think exist. I'm not on the Zvihoff hype train as much as other people are. Yeah, I, I still think that a lot of people talk about Zvihov despite nothing having happened really yet. So I'm kind of waving. Mate, you Joyce. He was nose breathing. Um, <laughs> dude, please. <laughs> he was. Um, if I look at the results of today's time trial, I would look towards people who tried to save time today. And we know that Edith Schelling lost three minutes and yeah, five seconds good today. Call. I think he's going to be in the breakaway tomorrow. Bora break. Zvihoff, Schelling. He's likely the only rider on Entremarché who will do it. Yep. <laughs> okay. The entire Bora train. No, and Pedrero. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Pedrero and co have lost time. So, and Samitier. Can Samitier climb for Lovastar? Yep, he can. He did in the Giro last year. All right. I reckon it could be a big break, and I don't think Ineos should be too bothered about it. Um, as well, although Almeida's in the leader's jersey. So, last prediction, Almeida Benji, is he still in the leader's jersey after tomorrow? Will Masnada be able to 
help him limit his losses enough on the climb or is someone else taking it? I think Adam Yates is taking it tomorrow. I think that I can't just go for Adam Yates as well, mate. I, I need to choose somebody <laughs> else really. So I have to. There's no other way. I think that Attila Vulture is going to win on the Vulture 2000 climb. I just have to. It's it's a must. <laughs> I, um, it's not happening. I don't think. I'm going for a breakaway win just for the memes. Yeah, I think Why that's not? cool. Would be perfect. All right. That's our preview of tomorrow's stage. I hope you enjoyed this podcast, uh, breaking down the ITT results. We were living in a bit of an information vacuum, but we hope you enjoyed it nonetheless. Almeida leading GC now, same time as McNulty, just a handful of seconds ahead of Christlike Port and Adam Yates, and then the bundle of Carthy, Mass, Simon Yates, Coos, some time back, 40 seconds plus. But we'll see you tomorrow with the big Volta Climb Stage 3 recap where there will be some GC shakeups. Ciao. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 